You are now tuned into The Journey Through My Heart Podcast with Bella CT. Welcome back to Journey Through My Heart podcast, episode 11. Thank you guys for tuning in again. This episode is about starting over. And I have a guest with me today. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to like describe this person. Um, they are an interesting person, I'll say the least definitely into a lot of different things um a lot of film work though and like you know pictures and writing books and doing you know doing what they do so hey d how's it going it's going it's going yes (laughs) ma'am how do you feel today i'm fine i'm tired you're tired well thank you for joining me today and um starting over so let's just kind of jump right into it um i'm gonna start with like the questions on like a random note so like i always let everybody know the questions in advance so i gave you that option to kind of look over them but i never do them in order so it's like russian roulette (laughs) so first up um are you ready to leave the past behind of course who isn't do you have a support system as you transition? Um, I, I do. Okay. I do. Uh, do you want me to tell you or should I? I mean, you can. It's up to you. Um, my kids, my girlfriend. Um, that's about it. Okay. That's my support system. You said, of course... Who's not ready to leave the past behind? I feel like that was like a trick question. Because like a lot of people are not really willing to leave the past behind them. They kind of got to take it with them. It's like baggage. You know, um, like even on the front of my book. I know you. we've talked about it before as far as like those pictures on the front of my book. The, different, the different three. Um, the three different people with the different bags. Like. What baggage are you willing to, like, take with you? And what are you willing to leave behind? So it's like, are you really willing to leave the past behind? (laughs) Like, honestly, like, legit. I mean, for me, some of my past is, like, or some of my baggage is, is, I wouldn't say traumatizing, but it's, like, you got to move forward. And in order to move forward, you got to let some 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 of the stuff in the past go. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's a trick question for me, maybe for other people. But I don't... I feel like when you in your past, or if you can't let your past go, that means I feel like it makes me feel stuck. I don't like to feel stuck. So 
certain things in my past I like to let go. Yeah, it's something to think about. It may pop up, but it's not something that you can hold on to. Like, some baggage can be let go. Some baggage can be forgotten about. Because the present is technically the past. You're going to do something in the present, and then the next day, you're going to forget about what just happened. And it's like, it repeats. So, technically, yes, we let our past go without even knowing that we let it go. Ah, so it's just more or less like the traumatizing things that kind of stick and really put a hold on you. Yeah. It's like glue. I feel you. Um, so can you think of people who started over in their lives? What if they had given up? <laughs> can you think of anyone who was a model for you in starting over? And I mean, I had a conversation with a student that goes to one of those schools that I kind of go into every once in a while and kind of, you know, play a role in. And this question is similar to a question that's in my book about personal growth. And I was like, who do you look up to? And he was like, I don't look up to nobody. And I was like, not even mommy and daddy. Like, he was like, no, because I'm gonna live my own life. And I don't need to look up to nobody else. And it was like, no, sit there and really think about the question. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, I just felt like he was trying to be like, I got it on my own and I don't need nobody else. And I'm like, no, people walked. I don't know what his sign is. I think he did tell me. I think I did ask him, but I don't remember. And I'm like, you got to think about it before you could crawl. I mean, before you could walk, you had to crawl. So it's like there are people that came before you that you should not necessarily idolize, but look up to. So like this question was asked because like, who is a model for you? Not necessarily everything that they do, but something that you can like, all right, how can I make this my own? <laughs> Crickets. Chirp, nah, chirp. it's not. It's because it's you you know who, you know me. So it's like, I don't want it to sound typical to you, but a lot of people won't understand why I feel like this person is my idol. Just It's not because he sings. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like because he went through a lot and him already being famous, you know, understand, it's like he did, it made one mistake. And from that one mistake, oh. he had to build everything back up down to Can his you guys music. guess who it is? <laughs> <laughs> down to his music, down to everything, playing in movies. I don't even remember the last time they even let him play in a movie. So it's like... What if he just chose not to do any movies right now? He didn't choose that. The media did that because of that one situation. I'm telling you, like, it's like they cracked down on you. you, you He played in a few movies after that. Okay, you guys, for anybody who's trying to figure out, like, Pillion, guess who? Who we talking about? We talking about Chris Brown. (laughs) Since I just had to get that out. But it's deeper than that because, like, he's really the God to me. Like, he's really a God to me. He do everything and he do it well. And it's like he don't get the recognition that he's supposed to. So that's somebody I feel like always take a step forward, but then some always bring him back down. As soon as an album about to come out, it's allegations of him beating up on a woman. And why the media and certain people believe it is because of his first in- incident. You get what I'm saying? Like, people not giving him a chance to grow. So, Well, I'll play devil's advocate because, you know, his first his first person that he was in a relationship with is Riri and I don't think Riri's innocent at all. Of course not. I don't think so. Sorry guys. You mad, you mad. I'm not sitting here saying Chris Brown was right. Neither party was right. <laughs> but listen, she's literally 
did her claim to flame, you know, like built all of her businesses. And I salute her as just a businesswoman and doing all the things she did. But essentially, she did help make his career take the shift and the turn that it did. So I'm not saying it's right, but I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying. That's it. That's all. You know what I mean? So, like, I know you talk about him and these allegations and, you know, the things he goes through. So let's just let's talk about you because this is starting over for you. You asked me who I who was one person. So yeah. I, was I mean, no, I absolutely <laughs> understand that, you know, but um, like what lessons do you think you're supposed to learn right now in this chapter of your life? Um. For me, letting go and growth. Hmm. Care to elaborate? <laughs> um, I tend to hold on to things that's not supposed to be held on to. And um, it stops me and it stagnates me a little bit from what I want to do. I'm old, Because I'm always trying to help somebody. So, yeah. And then my growth part is, like, I just want to grow from the mistakes that I made mm-hmm. more so. Instead of me blaming people, like, oh, this is this, this is that, I'm going to learn from this. I'd rather just grow from the mistakes that I made, know better, do better. That's it. So what type of practices are you using to help you on this journey here? Like, you said you're working on your personal growth. Mm-hmm. So, like, what type of habits have you accustom yourself to work on putting me first i never put me first i always put others before me so just thinking about me loving me more writing of course um praying hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) not even trying to be funny but like gotta talk to god love the lord (laughs) yeah um that's about it writing and praying and praying and just, you know, like I said, putting me first and thinking about what I need. I, I would say, I mean, I know you personally, but I feel like working out is helping you, like, <laughs> clear your mind and not, like, spaz out on people, like, addressing every single thing. Would you say that's something that you use to kind of help you as, like, along your journey and your, your growth? Yeah, but I also look at working out as a hobby, so... I could be both. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that until you just said it. I had to, like, think about it. Like, damn, I do work out a lot, too. (laughs) (laughs) But besides working out, I think that, yeah. I feel like it's cleansing. Yeah. You know? Talking, too. Talking, yeah. I mean, I think, oh, the book. Like, am I making myself clear? Like, the clear communication. Mm -hmm. You, like, you're just starting it. But for me, I'm, like, about six chapters in. And I'm, like, oh. Okay, so this is like a good way, making sure I have direct eye contact, make sure I'm listening to understand the person and not necessarily putting myself in the actual situation and kind of just taking it for face value. Because I know I'm very like, but what about me? You know, I've dream girls, but what about? <laughs> what about what's best for me? No, like, but so you do admit that uh, Effie was a little selfish, huh? Um, I am a little selfish when I, it I comes didn't say to you. I said Effie. 
Oh. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oops, just told on myself. Yeah, I am a little selfish when it comes to certain things, but Effie was. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say she was. Um, it came around, okay? And it worked out for her in the end. So I'm going to give it that. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's very, you know, it's very dope. The lessons that you're learning. I'm trying to get you to get more into spiritual practices. I'm trying to get you to burn some sage and some Palo Santos. Y'all, anybody that I'm like talking to, like I'm friends with or anything like that, I'm like, so you want some sage? So you want some Palo Santos? Like, come on, let's just cleanse it. You're like, what's the purpose of this? I'm like, in the long haul, it's going to be amazing. But first getting into it, it's going to be scary and it's going to be like, this is out of the ordinary. Why the hell am I doing this? But think about it. You go outside and you make a bonfire burning wood so what's wrong with holy wood that's true thanks i'm glad you agreed <laughs> that's true so let's go so okay so with starting over i know you're starting over in your your personal life as far as like on your new journey to yourself but, and I know you're starting over, listen, you guys, I'm like, I know these things, but I'm trying to like present them to the world properly. <laughs> um, I know you're starting over in your career, but not necessarily starting over, but really just putting down some foundational roots now. Mm -hmm. So like with your book and YouTube channel and things like that, but in a relationship, do you feel like you're starting over or like? What like what lessons have you learned from your past relationships? Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> um, you said lessons. Yeah, what lessons have you learned? Man, that you've taken with you so that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I know what you're saying. <clears throat> um, for me, um, I feel like for starters. It's always real, real good. And I feel like that's where some of my mistakes happen in some of my relationships. I don't fully get to know a person. Um, before I, you know, commit or do certain things. That was before. Now I feel like because of some of the things that I've went through in my past and, you know, being hurt and not being hurt is like... I don't know. It's like, like I said, I don't know. I feel like I put my all into certain people mm -hmm. and and not more so myself. Okay. I forget where I'm going sometimes when I'm with, with, with certain people. So now, like I said, I don't know. I don't want to keep repeating the same thing, but now it's just like a put me first. But then it's also like, I know I have other people. I know I have somebody that I you know, with, and I try to, like, open up more and try to listen to them more, and instead of just putting it out there, like, hey, we together, I call it call, uh, taking it slow, but it's not really, like, taking it slow, like, I call it taking it slow because of what I've went through, but I want to take it slow as far as, like, the communication, the loyalty, the, the, the trust, the, 
the everything. Like, I want to fully get to know my person full on, whether that means, like, a year, two, three, however it goes. Like, I just want to make sure that's what it is. So, in this process, I'm taking my time and not rushing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hear you. Um... Based off of relationships, for me, I feel like I've always taken things kind of slow in, in past relationships. So everything was not like, I mean, certain things were fast and then certain things were slow. But based off like the last situation I was in, I got stagnant there. So then that slow became a dead halt or mm -hmm. it was repeating the same thing over and over and over again yeah so i know like for me in therapy talking to my therapist i'm like I, i'm like my therapist like you have so much going on i'm like yeah and business wise everything is always constantly moving for me but in my relationship i'm like it's it's like going somewhat slow and i'm like i don't really want to do this because i'm personally like afraid that if it goes too slow then we're then you know we're gonna get stuck in that space of nothing ever elevates so that's for me like in mm, relation gotcha. in relationship like aspects that's the lesson that i've learned like if it takes me too long then um <laughs> i get like annoyed by it and then my patience is like running thin but i'm like trying to learn patience for me personally on my end as far as like relationships goes so like we just talked about relationships and stuff like that but um this is a petty question <laughs> what are some annoying habits of other couples that irritate you the most i don't really be around other couples like that so i i don't know um I don't know. I mean, I had a past experience where it was like uh, another stud and her woman, and and you know we always friends. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like they wasn't old enough, so they couldn't experience or have the bond me and this other person had. And I don't think they understood that. I just felt like they looked at what I was doing and what the other person was doing. It was like we want to be just like them. I don't like feeling like other. I don't like other couples that feel like they got to compete or. You know, mm -hmm. that's weird to me because it's just like, yeah, we all friends. We all learning from each other. You know what I'm saying? They, like I said, they were younger. So I felt like if anything, if y'all look up to us, that's one thing. But to try to compete, that's another thing. It's <laughs> just like, why are we doing this? I want to be just like you yeah, when I grow. that's girl. annoying to me. <laughs> but I think that's probably why I don't be around a lot of couples. I'm here for it, but I just... I know what I bring to the table. So I feel like it was like one of those bad experiences. So now you're just going to let it just. That's, it that, that's that unhealthy baggage. No, it that wasn't you're taking bad. With you. It wasn't bad. It that just was one more experience. so like, like I just said, no, I'm open to like, you know, double date and, and, and be around other couples. And, you know, I just feel like they should be on our level. I don't feel like if they not. If it's not positive and it's not mature, I don't want to be around it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I could do dinner. I could do game night. I could do certain things. I don't party. So, I really don't see myself going out to party with another couple. I don't I don't see. Me drunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun, but, yeah. Oh. 
Um, what about you? What annoys you? Annoying habits of other couples that irritate me the most. I have a few. I'm not even going to lie to you. But I think it's because being a relationship coach, I listen to people in their relationships. And I'm like, that was dumb. Why did you do that? Like, But not trying to be rude or like, oh, that's dumb. You guys, I don't think of my clients or anybody like that as dumb. It's just certain things. I'm a person who sees things from every aspect and every twist and turn, like behind every corner. So I'm like, that could have been avoided. But like an annoying habit is like when they include their significant other in every conversation. Like if they on the phone and um, they like on the phone and they be like, babe, listen to what such and such just said. Babe, I'm like, this conversation is between me and you. Like, see, yeah, his or hers <laughs> ass out of it. Like, yeah, let it you. go. I got you. Um. The couples that always run to social media and they just got to tell the whole world what's going on in a relationship annoys me. Um, like it's an annoying habit. I'm like, why do you do that? And I mean, it's great to show like that you're happy and you're in love. But like first to an extent, like keep that sacred. Like you could say something cute here and there. But, like, don't make it a every single day, especially the people who break up with somebody after six months and then you on to the next person and you do the same shit. I'm like, I just seen you with somebody else. Like, <laughs> why did you even do this? Like, don't do it. It's it's just. Mm. And then, like, the drama and all that extra shit is just a no for me. But, yeah, those are, like, my annoying habits of other couples that, like, irritate me. They simple, but, like. I ain't out here telling you, don't be calling him Pooh Bear. That's your name. That's your name. <laughs> That's crazy. So what's up? No, finish. I, I thought you. I'm like, I thought you had a question for me. I do. I, I'm gonna ask later. I'm gonna ask last. Okay. So, um, let me think about this, cause I mean that was pretty funny to me. I'm a little petty when I come to. What annoys you? Everything. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what key things have you experienced about choosing to start over? I know, like, for me, example-wise would be, like, I've lost a lot of connections that I thought were going to be long-term, and now they're kind of, like, fainting away. What do you mean? Um, so, like, a few of, like, my friendships or relationships with certain people, they... They kind of, like, are fizzling away, like, ash to ash, like, dust to dust. Like, it's one of those things where I thought we were going to be, like, glue or, you know, same puzzle, different pieces. And it's it's not that anymore. Like, it's just, okay, if I talk to you, I talk to you. If I don't, I don't. So, like, for you, what key things have you experienced about choosing, like, to start over? Like, Pretty much choosing you. What have you experienced? Um, so, I'm going to kind of ask you a question with a question because you just asked me a question. Okay. <laughs> and my question is similar to that. So, it's like, what do you think you could balance friendship in a relationship? Because what I'm experiencing right now, even though I'm not with my person day in, day out, we don't go to sleep together mm-hmm. day in, day out we are together and it's like my friends don't know that but to be told something like because I'm working on myself and how I'm working on myself 
I guess is like one of them told me, um, I don't know what it's like. No, she said, when you know how to balance being in a relationship and having friends, um, then we could, I guess, talk or be friends or something in that nature. They wanted me to go out. Um, I didn't want to go out. Mm -hmm. One, for other reasons, I just didn't want to go out. You just didn't want to go out? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like... But they the significant assumed, other gets blamed. They was uh, assuming that it was because I was with somebody else. Uh-huh. So it was, it was, when it was said to me, it was more so like, no, I'm really just not with some of the things that they do. Like, they antics is very immature. Uh-huh. Uh, we sandbox, but it's like, when do y'all grow up? I ask them this day in, day out. Like, sometimes the jokes is not funny no more. Sometimes the, the same ass talking about the same ass people to me is not, is not, is not fun. Like, I could talk about somebody, mm -hmm. but the same person... Y'all, I don't got surrounds, like, you know, I don't got that yet, okay? So I'm working on it. I'm working on the sound, but, like, dad. But continue. So, um, with me working on me, I guess they felt like, you know, I didn't know how to balance the two. And that was my question. Like, how do you know whether or not you're balancing the two? Not, I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't care, but I, I just wanted to know, like, do you think that's even something to for a friend to get upset about like i could understand so i had an incident in the past where it was like all right i will always take my significant other out with me wherever i go whether it was my friends whatever she whatever they was doing party birthday uh baby showers anything the significant other would be with me mm -hmm. and i think that's where that stemmed from me always having to not i didn't have to but, but i just you chose to include yeah and it was like I felt like if they felt some type of way then, they should have voiced that then because now it was like, no, I feel like you're wrong and now I don't want to talk to nobody because it's like I'm legit working on myself. It doesn't have anything to do with anybody else and it, it should be all right. But to tell me that I need to work on like being in a relationship and having a friendship, that's kind of like selfish to me. And it's like, all right, I don't, this is why I really don't have friends. It is, it is, um, there is a balance mm -hmm. for sure um but again it's that same thing of your significant other doesn't have to be included into every single thing that you're doing eventually you get to a point with your significant other where you two are together and you are velcro and you do go and do certain things you'd be like no nah, i'm not going out because you know what i'm saying like there comes moments like that but in the same breath, it's not like, oh, we all in the house. Like, I might say hey to you. Mm -hmm. But I have those same type of things with my siblings. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, okay, if they with their significant other, I'm going to acknowledge that you're there. Hey, how you doing? I might say a couple things to you, blah, blah, blah. And then, okay, I'm back to my conversation with my siblings. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily including, but I feel like that statement was selfish of, well, you need to figure out how to balance it. It's like, okay, well, maybe you should ask me what it is that I have going on instead of jumping to the deep end of the pool when you can't swim. Because yeah. I will let your ass drown at this point. And it's not even me trying to be rude. It's like I'm choosing me. I'm trying to personally work on better communication. Like, 
I told you this book, I'm like six chapters in of am I making myself clear? Like <laughs> clear communication is key. So taking myself out and being and being understanding to that person of what it is that they're saying to me. So then I can be very clear and direct with what it is I have to say to them. Mm-hmm. And then if they still don't get the memo or the message, you're not supposed to be a part of my life. Simple. Right. I have to leave you where you are. It's no, no animosity, no hate, no none of that. Like, I love you from over there. That's how I see it. Yeah. So there is a balance to it. But honestly, when you choose somebody to grow with and at this age of almost pushing 30 and in your 30s, your significant other is your best friend. Yeah. So you're going to spend more time with this person. You're going to talk to this person, especially if you truly are trying to be with them and you're legit knowing them as they're growing. I have to accept that my partner is going to grow and go through different phases in our relationship that have absolutely nothing to do with me. But I have to be supportive and I pray that it's on a healthy note and not a negative note, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So as far as you, like... The question was, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was the question? Where am I at? Dealing with. Um, yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm, um, I'm at peace with myself and, 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 and making things work out for me and, you know, trying to better myself. And yeah, that's where I'm at. Friends are mad. Uh, people seeing a change. It doesn't make me upset. It doesn't make me. It doesn't make me upset nor angry. It's just I'm still focused on me, regardless. You know. Mhm. So that's just my main focus. Is you know, working yeah. on content, doing what I have to do, and that's honestly it. Um. Well, you know, and um, if you've listened to my podcast, you've known for like since. I think at like episode two or three, like I've been talking about my mentor program and, and different things like that. But they're very key of the people who are supposed to be around you will be around you. And the people um, who are not supposed to be will be weeded out mm-hmm. very, very smoothly. Like it won't even be like animosity. And I feel like that's something big as far as when you're on your journey. You're trying to now it's not the point of who were you you call it sandbox but like who did you grow up with I'm not saying that you're not important to me anymore as just our mindset shifts and what we want out of life shifts so we tend to find those people when you're starting over now you're going back to square one and you're listing what your values and your beliefs are right so loyalty um commitment understanding honesty god you know all of those things play a major part in okay you believe all of those things but what is your commitment to this relationship like i know i've had a conversation with um one of my best friends and we were talking about another one of her friends and she was asking like i have to make a decision on like if this friendship is really worth it you get to a point in your life after you've known somebody for so long like is this relationship even worth it? And I know like the loyalty thing stands so big, but it's like, how loyal can you be to somebody if you can't be that loyal to yourself to choose your own peace? Mm-hmm. Mm. How loyal can you be to yourself? That's the question. How loyal can you be to yourself? 
we say we're loyal to ourselves and then we'll go against it because we want to put somebody else before us empathy plays a big part in that but it's like okay what about me are they gonna put themselves in my shoes and not necessarily in my shoes but just be understanding of what it is and that goes for relationships friendships family ships the whole ship it, i have a question though is that mm-hmm. something that should be expected because i think that what you just asked and what you just said because i feel like I feel like, yeah, we say we put ourselves first and we do this and we do that. But then, like you just said, we 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 make it about other people. You know what I'm saying? I don't really see it like that. I just see it as like, I know I'm good and I know how I treat myself. And as long as I'm happy, I can never be disappointed. And like, that's what I want to also take from all my experiences. Like, I know this is not going to be like this, but long as I know not to make this mistake again, then I'll be... I'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I see it. Like, it's not it's not about not putting me first. I, I feel like I'm going to always put me first. We're going to always love ourselves. But it's like... Okay. Go no, you're fine. I was listening to what you were saying, but it was something in the book that I have read um, today, actually. And what you just said kind of triggered something. And it was talking about empathy. So I'm trying to find it because that was like important. Um, I have this book in front of me. Jesus. I'm trying to find it because it was like really, really key to what it was that I was talking about. And then I'm going to like wrap it up. Mm, oh, OK. So in the book, they gave like this um, explanation and it was talking about. There's something innate in us that looks out for our own interests before those of others. If I take a photograph of a group you are with, who is the first person you'll look for in the picture? Yourself, of course. You'll think to yourself, look at my hair, it's all messed up and my eyes are half closed. Look at that crooked smile on my face. The most important person to you is yourself. If we can understand that all people feel this way, and feel the need they have to be recognized and appreciated it will open up the lines of communication in a wonderful way here's a great example of how empathy can be used to communicate and then it went into a story about somebody catching a train and then it was like a black tie event and the host of the party saw that the guy came in and his suit was kind of like all tampered and you know like worn out because he was on a trip here and he changed his the host of the party changed his suit so that that person could feel like not alone. You know what I mean? Like they were singled out just to make them feel kind of comfortable. So I feel like it's, it's a balance. Like it's a very thin veil a lot of times. And a lot of people don't recognize that. So that's what I mean by what you said. Does that kind of correlate? Like we, we're going to always put ourselves first, Mm -hmm. but if we can help somebody in the process to not feel like the outcast or the outsider, then I think we can understand where other people are coming from. Of course. I agree. I was in disagreement with you. I agree. Okay. I thought that was pretty, like... I'm telling you, I'm, like, obsessed with this book. <laughs> like, for me to remember, like, it was something in this book that was, like, smack dead in my face. It really resonated with me, so... You guys, I don't know if you guys can get this book. I don't know if it's off Amazon, but it's a part of, like, my 
um 90 day core run that i was telling you guys about last week and am i making myself clear secrets of the world's greatest communicators and they talk about different leaders um presidents and um british leaders and all of those things but it's an amazing book if you guys want to learn how to communicate pick up a book (laughs) and make sure you listen to understand and not just to respond but is there anything that you want everybody to look for what you have coming up like i know that you're writing a book that's not ready yet i'll have you back on another date and time for that but no you don't want them to subscribe to your youtube she don't want y'all to know nothing not yet yet, guys not yet (laughs) I, i need a couple of days like two more days (laughs) <laughs> my dad, I got a deadline for everything, though. Oh, YouTube, yeah, I do. My, You've my, been around me a little bit. Deadlines are important. <laughs> my book is supposed to be the end of this month, and uh, my YouTube is supposed to drop in two days. Okay, two days. So. Y'all, this episode will be out on the 11th, so that's Wednesday. Oh, you're saying Friday. Friday, you're supposed to be out here. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. <laughs> So, thank you guys for joining Journey Through My Heart podcast episode 11, starting over. I hope you guys enjoyed this. We were able to take something away from it. And I will see you guys next week. Stay tuned.